Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And if you want me to review your waifus, you have to promise that you won't be mad. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, how you feeling, bud? All of your time, all of your like troubles and woes seem to be over now, right? I don't know, man. I'm still reeling from from last week, but sure, why not? We'll 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 pretend that that's the case. Well, technically for you, mate, last week is uh oh, that's two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh man, continuity. Oh, yeah. because because last week, um, with all due respect, John, uh, you cheated on me, and um, <laughs> you you cheated on me with someone who is. More entertaining and funnier than either of us, and, you know, Look, don't know how I feel about that, don't know how I feel about the fact that you're trying to replace me. I wasn't trying to replace you. I was just honoring uh, your dedication to getting vaccinated, mate. <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah. Like, I hate to break it to you, man, but if you're suffering from the after effects of a COVID vaccine, people aren't going to find you to be super hilarious. Joke's on you. They don't find me hilarious either way. <laughs> so don't think of it as cheating. Just think of it as uh, exploring new avenues. Besides, but I heard I'm, you, I'm, you I'm, recently I'm, recorded a bonus episode with Dylan. Oh, God. So. It's, it's been a journey. Um, It's been a journey. That episode, it, it probably went up sometime last week, maybe? I don't know. Um, but Whenever Dylan it, gets around to it. it. It's been an adventure, but I'm, I'm feeling... As good as I possibly can whenever I record this podcast, which isn't saying a lot, but it's saying something. So uh, yep. I'm, I'm ready for whatever you have to throw at me. Yeah, so this time, Remington, I figured I'd go for something completely tonally different uh, from last week. Uh, quote unquote, last week. <laughs> All right, cool. Sounds great. <laughs> I mean, last time we did a very wholesome, good-natured show uh, and discussed some of the problems with it. Uh, yep. Not with the show. The show is fine. The show is great. <laughs> I can just never look at it the same. Nope, none of us can. Don't worry. That's the burden that we all have to live with, unfortunately. Uh, But nope, nope. This time I figured we would dip into uh, one of our old friends. Oh, okay. You know, I love love digging into old friends, seeing what I can find within them, within their flesh. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think that means what you think it means, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, been, been exploring... Just excavating Dylan. <laughs> God, there are so many times where I wish that we didn't have our naming scheme based on numbers and what anime we were covering. Because excavating Dylan would be a great title for a podcast episode. That would be so top tier. But no, no, no. We've got to maintain our format just so that people know what they're getting themselves into before they press play. Because we're not uh, super deceptive uh, on the outset. Oh, man. But, no. Uh, our, I'm, when I'm saying old friends, I'm talking about our old friends, KyoAni or Kyoto Animation. Oh, okay. All right. We're getting nice and heart-wrenching. Normally, yes. Normally, okay. Okay. 
the the biggest thing about KyoAni is their attention to detail, physical movement, uh, characters, and emotional growth. Right? That's kind of their big. That's their whole thing. They like a very human series. Yeah, while occasionally not having wildly complex characters. Yeah, that's but they're usually emotionally resonant. Yes. Uh, and I love KyoAni. They're uh, one of my favorite studios because of that reason. Uh, so today I'm probably gonna. Well, I'm, it, it, this is a bit of a weird one for me, Remington. Oh. Uh, because uh, the anime we're gonna be talking about today is probably probably my least favorite KyoAni. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, you're you're. It's not bad by any means. It's just <laughs> you're selling it strong, Sean. Look, I mean, when you have things to compare it to, like Kaon, Nichi Joe, you know, Kobayashi. Uh, frickin' uh, Violet Evergarden, Koei no Katachi. Like, there's so many really good ones. And this one just, it's not as, uh, it doesn't hit me in the same way as those, unfortunately. Not that it's bad. It's just, like, when when I go to a KyoAni production, I want some of those good, good emotions and maybe watch some cute girls doing cute things or, in some cases, cute dragons doing cute things. Yeah. Uh, this time around, though, Remington, uh, we get neither of those things. Uh, because it's kind of a bit of a, a difference in flavor. Okay. Uh, because today, Remington, we are going to be watching the anime simply known as uh, Free, exclamation mark, uh, Iwatobi Swim Club. Hmm. Okay. Because, Remington, I know that you have a deep, deep-seated relationship with Kyo, Annie, and water. Oh, yes. I've long maintained they have the best water around. <laughs> and it and whenever they make weird-ass CGI water, it totally fits with the rest of the animation style seamlessly. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, <laughs> Remington, but something tells me you're being a little bit sarcastic. Oh, uh, perhaps, perhaps a little bit, yeah. Okay, okay. Just figured I'd clear the air because, as y'all know, uh, our listeners, they have a hard time hearing sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> but we love them very much for it. And... I figured the best way for you to express your uh, opinions about water is to give you a whole show dedicated to the art of being, you know, in it. All right, well, I see why it's your least favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Purely on the water. That's why I dislike this one. (laughs) Definitely has nothing to do with any other aspects of the show. It's just the fact that it's 90% in the water. (laughs) Precisely. Uh, But um, as far as things go... This is probably going to be the simplest KyoAni show to explain. Uh, because, as you might have guessed, it's a KyoAni sports anime. Yay. But it's not a shounen sports anime. All right. It, it, it defines itself as a slice-of-life uh, drama comedy sports anime. Okay. Um, those are all things that I generally sort of like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the sports is probably low on there. <laughs> yeah. The closest you usually get to sports is, you know, wrestling. Uh, <laughs> yep. Which is legitimate, don't get me wrong. Uh, but there are no balls involved, unless you're talking about, uh, how close people get to each other's. But aside from that, uh, this is a lovely little anime about a, a swimming club and their dreams of being the very best like no one ever was, as you might imagine from a, uh, from a sports anime. As well as, uh, their, uh, complex internal relationships and their, uh, you know, their friendship as it grows and all of their deep-seated feelings for one another. You know, as friends. Purely yeah. as friends, Remington. Oh, of course. Uh, for the most part. Of and there's that's kind of what it is. Uh, the basic premise is that uh, our main our main boy, uh, Haruka Nanase, uh, has always loved swimming and has had a passion for it. Uh, when he was really young, he uh, competed and won a relay uh, race with one of uh, with uh, three of his best friends. 
And oh wait, wait one second, and then and then due to some tragic shit with his his mother, he stopped. But now he has started again, and everyone is just so amazed and loves him. Something tells me you're pointing daggers at a very specific anime, and to be fair, not just that one. I think there have been like two that fit this description. True, but there's one that you hate way more than the other. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, true. No, no, nothing quite that tragic. It's literally just eventually they went their separate ways, and years later he just doesn't have as much of an interest in uh, competitive swimming anymore. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? After uh, they. After he reunites with one of his friends who has just surpassed him in ability in swimming, uh, the fire of competition is reignited in him, and he decides to, you know, him and his nearby friends decide to really reignite their school swim club and try and become the very best and be, uh, become, you know, the best little uh, wet boys that they can be. I want to be the very best little wet boy like no one ever was. Exactly. And as I think that's something that we can all aspire to. You know, <laughs> having a goal and just being the best wet boy possible. Uh... I personally prefer the volleyball boys, but I feel like the wet boys do have their own stay. And hey, man, if we're comparing them to the volleyball boys, wet boys may stand a chance. Oh, oof. Really, Rem? I mean... Oh, boy. We're... Volleyball we... boys are overrated. <laughs> That's going to get so many angry fangirls after us. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking of angry fangirls, uh, you're going to have to be very careful with this anime, Remington. Oh? Because, Remington, uh, this anime amongst many sports anime, has some very, very passionate fans. Oh, perfect. And with that passion, sometimes comes complications. Yup, sounds about right. In other words, I don't want this to be another Attack on Titan episode. (laughs) Uh, well, the fact that you bring that up increases the chance it will substantially, so... Well, you never know, Rem. I mean, I've told you what the show's about. It's very, it's going to be pretty because you know, it, it's it, it is entertaining to me. As a slight side note, that like most of our bad reviews on different platforms um, are are just angry that I dissed their favorite shonen, usually Attack on Titan. Though there's some others. Yeah, you know the kind that just call us like overrated and bad at, at jokes. Uh, which yeah. No, see those ones I would un- I get that. Yeah, like but those, those are, are those only are... those are only ever latched onto with like when they insulted my favorite shonen, I could tell that they just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and to counteract any of the Attack on Titan fans that are furiously writing out comics uh, comments right now, uh, I recently just read the entire manga to completion, uh, just so I could have a fully informed opinion on it, especially when we eventually have to come back and talk about it. And uh, I can say. You guys are right. It does get better. But does it get good? But it We're still has to... a lot of problems. Way too many to, for me to care. Uh, to keep bashing on Attack on Titan, however, though I do love doing that. Um, mm. but tell, tell me about the, the show, Sean. Tell me about these wet boys. I mean, I've basically done it, man. Oh, okay. It's literally, <laughs> it's it, sports anime are so goddamn easy to describe from the beginning, man. It's, either, it's usually a combination of either A, person who is really new to the sport, jumps into the sport and has some kind of secret talent and is really passionate about it, or B, they were really good at the sport at first and then uh, they quit for whatever reason, then they come back and then they uh, spawn new friendships and new sense of competition. That's usually how they start, 
which is fine. It's just the important part is the journey between and the characters that we meet along the way. Now, whether or not you like the characters is going to be the big thing. And since KyoAni is a big uh, proponent of making uh, interesting and compelling characters, uh, it should be a very interesting study to see them tackle a sports anime like this. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's basically that's basically it, mate. I mean, there are there are five main guys and uh, one uh, manager girl, and uh, it's just kind of their story of swimming competitively and uh, trying to reconcile uh, past relationships and any issues they may or may not have. You know, with a little right, bit of drama. One here sec, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose a favorite right off the bat. Um, do any of their names start with a K? No. An M. Uh, two of them have M's. All right, the first one that starts with an M alphabetically. That one's my favorite. That's that's my that's my uh, that's my moist lad. <laughs> I thought that was my nickname when we first met. <laughs> uh, that would be uh, that would be uh, Tachibana Makoto. All right, Makoto, you're my you're my boy. You're number one. Yep, yep. He is the uh, backstroke swimmer of the team. I was gonna say something, but I'm not. <laughs> There'll be time for those jokes in the second half, Remington. Don't worry. They will They will flow like the water that this anime is set in. Oh, perfect. And with that, Remington, let's get stuck in. Let's go watch some free Iwatobi Swim Club. Previously. I was messaging her uh, a tasteful dick pic. It was tasteful. Did I say it was tasteful? I want to emphasize it was tasteful. I don't think there's anything tasteful about a dick pic. Up next. Nagisa actually has early onset Alzheimer's. Oh no, Harry's got tits. What am I gonna do? Replace music with water, bada bing, bada boom. Now, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming five whole episodes of the uh, hit 2013 anime free Iwatobi Swim Club. And Remington, should we get it out of the way first and foremost? For the most part, the water looks lovely, Sean. Okay, cool, great, fantastic, awesome. Now that that's out of the room, we can actually talk about the real meat of the show. And by meat, I mean man meat, because <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed, Rem, but uh, this show has its tastes out in the open. <laughs> it, it, it's very true, Sean. And, you know, from one 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 sack of man meat to another, I, I want to ask you a question, Sean. Mm -hmm. I want to somewhat subvert the formula of the podcast briefly. Okay. Right? All right. Um, and I want you right now at the front of of part two of the podcast to tell me your genuine and sincere feelings about this show. <laughs> I want you right now. I don't want to hear it. Why? Why do you need my opinion? Like you almost <laughs> never ask for my opinion on this sh these things. Like usually it's just a, you just want to get your opinion out uh, right at the front and you don't care what I think unless you want to crush my feelings specifically. Why do you care what my opinion is on free Iwatobi Swim Club? I would just like you to let all the people and myself know how you feel about Swim Club. A swim club as an activity, uh, I can swim okay, Remington, but it's not exactly my cup of tea. Like, I... I'm but not... what about the anime, Sean? The anime free, huh? Yes. I... How do you feel about free? Uh, hmm. I have a troubled past with free, Remington. <laughs> uh, a troubled past that involves, uh, potentially... Eh, they don't listen to the show, I'm fine. Uh, some ex-girlfriends of mine. Oh, uh, perfect, perfect. Uh, because, Ren, the thing about this show is it's kind of a Fujoshi's wet dream in a lot of ways. 
Oh, yes, but of course, I know exactly we've, what that we've means. We've been over it so many times, Remington. <laughs> we've been over it so many times. <laughs> have we? We have. Fujoshi uh, is, you know, uh, the type of uh, fan, uh, female yaoi fan, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. And growing up in junior high and high school, uh, around, you know, when the show came out and all that jazz, there were a lot, there was a lot of hype around it. And it, yep. and let's just say I was kind of drowning in that hype. Uh, <laughs> so my, my opinions are a little tainted by it. Uh, it's a KyoAni production, so it's gorgeous. Uh, the characters are okay. Uh, but overall, eh, I'm, I'd rather watch the Volleyball Boys personally. <laughs> All right, cool. So now that uh, now, now that all of the Fujoshi are angry at Sean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So uh, th- this anime, um, I'm not gonna be as tactful. This anime blows. <laughs> 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 it's fucking awful, dude. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Like, it's been a hot minute since I have properly been in the abyss, but here we are. (laughs) Oh, God. So you're saying I'm being too nice. Is that what you're telling me? Don't get me wrong. I'm glad that you weren't here singing its praises, but... No, God, no. It's been a hot minute since I have been been this far into the abyss. I think it was all the way back when we did, what the, like, the fucking Count of Monte Cristo since I was this tilted. Oh, you, uh, you this, shouldn't this mention show... that episode. That is probably one of our worst episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's bring, a great don't, episode. Don't, don't bring it up. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> a little bit of a clusterfuck of an episode. Um, just like this show, oddly enough. Um, this show is real bad. Oh, dear. And you said I'm the one who pissed off the Fujoshi. Well, I wanted you to, to start... I wanted you to ease them in with, with your... Uh, My light criticism. at best feelings. Yeah, your yeah. lukewarm uh, at best feelings about the show that would then piss them off, only to then, uh, now that they... Now that would make them ready for uh, the real criticism and that it's... This show is bad. With their... Listen, I can understand the market, though. This show... <laughs> This show shows its market. It knows what it is. It is yaoi baiting galore. All the men, they follow basic gimmicks and archetypes. This is just a a moist boy band show, Sean. (laughs) That's all this is. That's all we're watching. Replace music with water, bada bing, bada boom. You've got the bad boy. You've got the, the... youthful optimist you have like the best friend who has no other personality uh you have uh you have the nerd you have the the, like proper bad boy who's who's not like you have bad boy one who's sort of bad boy but has a heart of gold and then you have bad boy two who's just a total ass um (laughs) it it fits the formula sean (laughs) and i bet you can guess of the six main boys, which boy is everybody's favorite? <laughs> oh, God. I, You know, I... There's only one decent one, and even that one I don't like. And which one is that, Rem? I think the most decent one, and I guess maybe it's just the most interesting, is uh, the fucking youthful one. Not I don't know. They're, sure. The short one with the yellow hair? Yeah. The one who's like, yes, um, yes, I'm so excited. The the Genki boy, if you will. Yeah, the Genki boy who is like, okay, and 
being okay puts him as the best one. No, well, Rem, if you thought that he's the most I don't think he's the, he's most, the most favorite. I, I would say one of the edgy boys. Oh, yeah? You edgy gotta, boy one or two. Now, you got to be more specific than that, man. Which one? Which of the edgy boys? Because you know there's only six options. You All right, I'm going, I'm going, um, the one who became edgy, um, with Rin. The sh- the one with the shark teeth? Yeah, the one with the fucking shark teeth! Why does <laughs> I have it written down? I have it written down. Why the fuck does he have shark teeth? That is a note that I have. <laughs> Congrats, Rem, you found the most popular character in the show. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> and you see, Rem, he's, he has shark teeth because... Uh, in the grand metaphor of his rivalry with Haruka, that's the other uh, edgy boy, the one with the dark hair, the one who likes water a lot. Yep. Uh, the water yeah. fetishist, if you will. Uh, he's His personality is very shark-like and predatory, uh, whereas uh, Haruka is a lot more, uh, you know, passive and uh, more fish-like. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is we've got, you know, we've got the top and the bottom dynamic here, which is very important in a lot of yaoi fanfiction. Which, l- l- uh, who knows, maybe they got the balls to actually do some yaoi stuff. Um, my my opinion is sort of, if they don't, they're cowards and they're just, because they are hardcore yaoi baiting at every turn with every combination of dudes. Um, and if they don't, follow through with at least one of them, then they prove that it is exclusively marketability and that they don't give a fuck. Uh, which might be the choice because, I, I mean, so far the show has made zero bold choice, bold decisions, so... I mean, it made the bold decision of having all of its characters shirtless 90% of the time. Tell me, tell me, Sean. You don't need to say who or when or what. Is there a gay romance that actually flourishes in this show? Not, not alluded to, not implied... That actually exists. Well, uh, Remington, I only watched the first season because it was all I could do to watch it. <laughs> and considering there are three seasons and I think about to be a third movie, I can safely say probably not. Fucking cowards. <laughs> they are cowards, dude. All like, right. So for well, all I know, let's... that could change. That could have changed. Like after all, I only watched the first season. Uh, cause again, couldn't be arsed, uh, but there's a new movie coming out and, you know, up to three seasons, that's a lot of episodes. So in theory, it could have happened. There's definitely a lot of sexual tension between Rin and, uh, Haruka, but, uh, whether or not they actually commit, uh, I don't know. I don't, like, I wouldn't put, I would be happy if they did, cause KyoAni usually does pretty well with that kind of thing. But, uh... I told you this was my least favorite KyoAni production, right? Let, let, let me say, point blank, this is one of the most vapid and substanceless shows we have ever seen. Um, it is so empty and without any soul. Uh, and, and like, KyoAni, they usually do pretty good, at least on the emotional side of things. Mm. This one, they replaced emotion with pure marketability. That is the only thing here. The heart has been replaced with dollar signs in a wallet, my friends. Oh, man. It is... Oh. All right, but, let, but let's jump into it. Um, I, I really want to emphasize the characters, so I'll talk about the show, and whenever we meet one of the important characters, I'll specifically dive into them. All right? Uh, so we start, and let's specifically dive into our main character, because we are immediately introduced to them. Uh, good old uh, Haruka, right? Uh, he is terrible. <laughs> he is just a, a total asshole, and they try to sort of imply he has a softer side, and, like, he has two friends who are, like, 
so supportive, so friendly, so optimistic and cheerful around him. And he treats them like shit. He treats them like garbage universally. There's not been an instance where he has not done that. This isn't a nuanced or complicated relationship. It is just he is standoffish and rude to them, and they are nothing but kind in return. They have to have other options. They have to have other friends available. Uh, and, and like, we'll have some inner monologue by Haruka, and he's like, oh my god, when, when will, uh, Maku, who's like his best friend, when is he gonna get a hint that I don't want him around? Jesus Christ, you're an asshole! Uh, M Makoto, I believe is what you're saying. Cool, Makoto, they call him Maku-san, so that's what he's usually called. Uh, but it, Haru- uh, Well, are we talking Makoto or, uh, Matsuoka? Because that, those are, because you got Whatever. two- you got the best friend they call Maku. Uh, that's probably that's probably Makoto. That's probably Makoto. I wasn't paying close <laughs> enough attention. Because <laughs> like cause because it, it, here's the thing: the only one who uses the other characters' names prominently is uh, Nagisa. Nagisa, yeah. Nagisa. Um, he's the only one who actually like calls the other characters by their names mm -hmm. prominently. Which one means that his name is the one I know the least, because nobody says his name <laughs> fucking ever. It's, he's the only one saying their name, so, um, except Rin. People will talk about Rin all the time. Yeah, then they're definitely talking about Makoto, uh, which is the, uh, the tall, brown-haired best friend character. Yeah, his, so, and we'll get to him very shortly. Um, but anyway, so, the main character, Haruka, just terrible. Just fucking awful. He's a terrible human being. Completely uninteresting. He has one good moment in the entire show. Um, which may be the show's only good moment thus far. I don't know. If we get to another one, I'll bring it up. But I I can only think of one good moment. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, Rem. I just remember something very important that I have to share with you. Uh, <laughs> Please do. Yeah, I'm probably going to include a little, uh, another little uh, shout-out blurb because I recently got featured on, uh, as a guest on the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, right? And yep. uh, we talked about upcoming things, and one of the upcoming things is the new movie for free. Yeah. Remington, would you like to hear the title of the new movie? Oh, God. All right, let's hear it. Uh, the next, the fight. <laughs> The next movie that's coming out uh, in two separate parts uh, is going to be called Free the Final Stroke. Fuck right off. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> you yaoi baiting shits. I cannot make this shit up, Remington. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, you're going to have the Final Stroke Part 1 and then the Final Stroke Part 2. Uh, Why does it need two parts? Fuck if I know, man. Oh my god, I... Oh, okay, anyway, so... Um, Haruka, he, he wakes up, he takes a bath. His his good friend, Maku... What, what did you say his full name was? Makoto. Makoto. Makoto shows up. Makoto, his thing is that he is supportive and reliable and has no personality. So that's his thing. He has vague trauma about the ocean and they pretend that that gives him depth. Um, but that's it. That's all there is. Really not a lot to say about him. He's in every episode. He's in almost every scene. Yep. But that's all I can say about him. Well, I mean, all four of them are. 
Hmm. For, <laughs> yes. for the most part. And somehow, Makoto, he is such a wallflower. He's so... Oh my god, dude. He's just some stale bread. <laughs> and yeah, if you put it under something, it'll probably support it. Cool. Um, I don't give a shit. Your so wobbly's that's little, your, your table's a little wobbly. Just stick Makoto under there. He'll he'll hold it up nice and proper. It's not, it's not like you're doing anything else with him. So there you go. Uh, so um, then they go to school. They have meaningless conversation where Haruka is an asshole to Makoto, um, which I. They, once again, they try to present Haruka, especially in the, the latter of the five episodes we saw, as like, yeah, he's a bit standoffish, but he does really care at the heart of things. No, that's an incorrect presentation of the show. You have missed the mark. He is only an asshole all the time. Well, I mean, there are three seasons and about and a couple movies, and there's going to be a fourth season, apparently. So, I mean, there's probably time for that character development, Remington. I hope. Yeah, but they're pretending that's where he is right now, and that's just untrue. Like, the emotional presentation of the show implies that he is rough around the edges, but really cares deep down, and that's just false. Maybe later that will be true, but the show is pretending that's true now. Mm, and you're saying it's definitely not. fucking not. <laughs> uh, when they get to school, that's when we first meet uh, Nagisa. Yeah, Nagisa. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Nagisa. Uh, he's a Genki boy. He's real cheerful and optimistic. Um, his thing is that he's annoyingly persistent, and that's his whole character. Um, he's he's just supposed to be sort of like the little brother. Uh, he he watched he watched the main like four people or no he was a part of it he watched but he was really impressed with like haruka when they were in middle school or something um and that's his thing which they literally follow this archetype exactly for rin as well later on because apparently every swimmer needs just like one fanboy that's like a year younger than them hey you uh, know you gotta have that support you know you gotta have the stale bread and then you've got to have the active support you need passive support and active support that's the important thing Rem. <laughs> so that Nagisa way when you is... write the harem doujin it's a lot more oh, you know God. balanced yeah so nagasa's i i mentioned was my favorite of of the the guys because he one has some form of character and two that character is not being an unreasonable asshole um, which applies to three out of the, the characters, so... Three of the five main guys. Yeah. So, uh, which I already said, Makoto is just bland as fuck, so... You know, it's he's not one of them, which means that other than Makoto and Nagasa, the other three are all assholes. Um, what, one of them has a little bit more to it. Um, we'll get to who I think is the most, like, complex character, and why they are also possibly the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll get to them so uh episode one they like visit uh an oh, old you, pool you're leaving out like the two other characters or are we just well we're getting to them we'll get oh, to them oh we'll get to them okay yeah we're about to get to one because they int they introduce you to four immediately so they go to their old like middle school pool um because it's gonna be torn down and it's abandoned now right and while they're there well what do you know there's the the fourth member of their old middle school swim club. It's it's Rin, uh, who, who we've seen through flashbacks that like Rin was super cheery and he would uh wanna wanna push the group to its limits and he like had a friendly rivalry with Haruka, right? Um, but now he he like went to Australia and trained for swimming 
And now they see him and they're so excited, but Rin all of a sudden is an even bigger asshole than Haruka, which is a weird decision because they're supposed to contrast the two, but they've just made them both giant assholes. And I don't know, man, that seems questionable. Um, so, um, they, they fake out a race. They're like, oh, Rin versus Haruka. Oh, but there's no water. Well, shit. Uh, so instead, Rin pulls out the, the middle school trophy that they won. They all won as a team, right? Which they mentioned, they buried in the ground as a time capsule. So Rin, he came back. He dug up this trophy. He brought it to the old school just on the off chance he would meet his old friends who he now has a grudge against for vague, ambiguous reasons to drop it in front of them. If you think that seems dumb as fuck. <laughs> yup. Well, you're telling me that it's unreasonable to expect that your childhood friends would break into the pool the same night you broke into the pool and that you would uh, drop a trophy at their feet as like an ultimatum? That specifically you dug up from the ground. Yep. For this express purpose. Mm, 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 mm. I don't see anything wrong with that, Remington. It makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> oh, but of course. So, uh, Rin, he, he, he's just an asshole. He wants to be better than Haruka, and that's his only drive in the world. That's his whole... And he has shark teeth. I don't know why he has shark teeth. I told you, it's just to show his dominating personality, Rem. It's really dumb. Yeah, you need the semi and you need the uki. It's just the way it goes. God. Uh, oh, I should also mention at the end of episode one is the greatest travesty. Um, a terrible, like, end credit sequence. Oh, my God. <laughs> just fucking trash. Just, just, like, they, they, it, I, I haven't mentioned it too much, but this show is also pretentious as fuck sometimes. It, it I think it, it believes that it has, like, meaningful moments that have, like, strong symbolism, which, I'll spoil it for you guys, the symbol is water. It's always water. <laughs> but hey, at least you can look at the water, Rem, like, the water's fine to look at. <laughs> The metaphor is water, and it means everything. <laughs> it is a metaphor for anything you goddamn want it to be. Uh, oh god, I, I'm rewatching the end credit scene right now because I, I honestly, to God, could really not remember bad. it. But it's really bad. Does it, is it's that like a camel? Weird... Is that a fucking camel? Yeah. So th they have this desert motif that symbolizes, like, wow, look at Rin. He has all the water, but then. Haruka and maybe some of the others are in a desert and also a dance club. Oh, <laughs> uh, so God. And the boy is wet now. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. Um, episode two, um, they get in trouble for trespassing. Um, we meet um, we meet Rin's sister, right? Um, who is is sort of like detached from her brother. She wants her brother to be better, and she thinks the only way of doing that is some vague plan of his old friends that he hates now, um, which doesn't seem like a great plan, but sure, whatever. Um, uh, beyond that, she has she has three character traits. One, she wants her she wants to get closer with her brother again, and thinks that the swim club can make that happen somehow. Two, she really likes trapezius and deltoid muscles, and three. She really doesn't like being called Go and really wants to be called Ko. With the third being the strongest character trait. 
<laughs> the third is the biggest <laughs> out of any of those three. Literally every time she is on screen, someone calls her Go, and she says, no, it's Ko. I mean, to be fair, Go is a very masculine sounding name, you know, so I can't, I can't understand why she'd want to go with Ko instead, but, you know, it's understandable is all I'm trying to say, Remington. Uh, oh, and definitely course. not a grading, repeating joke that wasn't funny the first time. But and here's the thing. Sure, like, yeah, it's reasonable if you want to be called Ko instead of Go. Yeah. Why is everyone else being an asshole about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's one, it's, it's not even a fucking syllable. It's a phoneme, homie. It's a single phoneme that's pretty close to the initial phoneme. Just say ko. And N Nagisa, uh, Nagisa is the, the major proponent of this. Uh, though even her brother does it. And it's just weird. It's a weird dynamic. Uh, but that's her. We also get introduced to, uh, a teacher who becomes sort of like the faculty, um, I don't know, counselor mm -hmm. for the club. I don't know the term to use. Advisor. There we go. Faculty advisor. advisor. Um, and that's uh, Ama? Uh, that would be oh. uh, that would be Miho uh, Amakata. Amakata. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amakata, her, her thing is that she quotes classic literature, sometimes inappropriately, and that she has some vague connection that she's trying to hide that involves swimming or swimwear. Uh, <laughs> would you also like another fun fact that you probably would not have expected? Sure. Uh, so, uh, we don't really get into the behind the scenes too often on this show because you usually don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Other people do, like I do for the most part, but you specifically do not, but I, I thought this was hilarious, so I had to share it. Uh, so Makoto and uh, Amakata there, uh, they have the same voice actress. <laughs> Why? Because the show is lazy. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason. I just think that they were uh, utilizing their resources. And honestly, watching the show, I couldn't tell. Uh, I only, you know, figured it out after doing my research and all that jazz. So I thought that was kind of interesting. She's got range. Sure. So good for her as a voice actress. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, so the, the characters are told that if they want the club, they need to do two things. They need a fourth member to establish it as a club, and they need to restore the pool. So... They uh, restore the pool and they they start looking for a fourth member. Um, we also get introduced to um, their middle school coach who is now a pizza man. Hmm. Um, he's not really relevant except when he needs to show up for no reason. So Hey, they would not have gotten to that beach without him. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to skip him. <laughs> um, and they, then they get the pool ready and that's the end of episode two. Um, it should be mentioned, there, there's a few more story moments that I'm skipping because they've only existed in flashbacks. Something that this show does a lot is a character will suddenly have a flashback that's very relevant to the current situation that will imply that the current moment is more meaningful than it is. So at one point you have like Makoto staring at the ocean, right? And all of a sudden we get a flashback that there was some sort of ocean related trauma that makes him struggle with the ocean. And they're like, wow, see how meaningful this moment is? No, cause you never foreshadowed this shit beforehand. <laughs> you can't just be like, oh, hey, this is why this moment's meaningful by the way. No, <laughs> fuck you, show me it's meaningful beforehand so I can feel it in the first place. But I feel like they just telling you that it's meaningful is all they really need to do, Remington, very clearly. <laughs> That's the best way to get across emotions and storytelling and definitely not an issue anime has as a whole. Oh, yes, truly. Uh, so episode three begins, right? Um, 
And there's this weird moment that they're like, oh yeah, if you want to increase the budget of the club, then you're going to need to get a fourth member of the club. But like they already needed to find a fourth member of the club. And, and they're like, oh, also for like the relays, to do a relay, you need four members. So they're like, oh shit, now we need a fourth member. But you already needed a fourth member. That was, that's been established. Like you don't need another plot hook to then suddenly be like, oh man, this goal we already had, now we have to do it. What? <laughs> it was already on the docket, boys. <laughs> it was already on the to-do list. <laughs> If anything, you should be like, well, that's fine, because we're doing that anyway. Not, huh, that's a good idea. I guess we should. <laughs> and then, and then, so, um, Nagasa, he sees this, this one guy, right? And he starts crushing on him. His name is, uh, Ray. They call him Ray. And, uh, he, Ray does track and field, and Nagasa goes, and he's like, hey, wanna join swim club? And he's like, no. And here's the thing. Here is the fucking thing about Ray, Sean. Yeah. He was already asked. Sorry? If you look, so Nagasa had a recruitment scene in episode two, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where the first person he asks is a tall boy with blue hair and distinctively red glasses. Hmm. That could be anybody, Remington. Motherfucker, that's Ray! <laughs> <laughs> but they don't, they don't address, the, it's not like, hey, you already asked me. It's like, oh no, that was just one of the models we had. <laughs> and so we just fucking reused it. It's a 2D animated show though, Remington. That doesn't make any sense. They would have had to purposefully it redraw it. <laughs> it was so, like when I saw Ray again, I was like, what? And I, I genuinely, I went back to episode two. And I, I found the exact moment, and I was like, it's the same fucking dude! Uh, see, oh. actually, we've touched on a very important plotline that's later on in the seasons, Remington. Uh, Nagisa actually had... No, no, no. It's it's much more tragic than that. Uh, Nagisa actually has early-onset Alzheimer's, and <laughs> it only happens in bursts when the plot is relevant, so it's not really handled very tactfully, uh, oh, but man. it's times like these. This is the really early foreshadowing that really holds it all together. Uh... So that uh, when you like, get to get to like the fourth season finale, you're like, oh yeah, this is a thing that happened. It's really good foreshadowing <laughs> uh, that they set it up all the way at the beginning. Uh, and it's definitely really not well a done. convoluted foreshadowing that uh, <laughs> doesn't really seem super relevant in the long uh, grand scheme of things. <clears throat> Attack on Titan. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so um, Ray's like, no, I'm uninterested. Why do you even want me? And Nagasa is like, well, because we all are boys with girly names, and you are a boy with a girly name. And I don't know why they keep trying to emphasize that fact about our uh, main characters. Well, they it is a it is like one of the defining things of our main characters, given how much it has been emphasized. And it feels more just like a hey, haha, that's something you mentioned once, but now we're done with it. But like every episode, uh, it's well. Rem, it's, uh, I'll be honest with you, it's, it's kind of, it's more yaoi baiting tropes, honestly. That's kind of the main uh, thing. It, it seems like just trying to give them, like, an inherent... Feminine quality. Sensitive, yeah, yeah it's, it's like a sensitive side without literally doing anything. Yep, 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 yep. It's sort of dumb. Um, let's no, talk it, about it's, Ray. It's not sort of dumb, it's, it is dumb. It's dumb. Let's talk about Ray now. Um, okay. the final of the, the main, main boys. Ray... He's the character who I mentioned was the most complex and possibly the worst. Uh, so when we see Ray, 
he's in track and field and we see him. His thing is he does the pole vault, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. (laughs) Because they introduce you to like what Ray is doing. And, and Ray, he's, he's calculating physics variables that will help him with the pole vault, right? Okay. Which first of all, let's address that trope. It's always fucking dumb. Mm -hmm. It's always the stupidest thing. Especially when it comes to, like, sports and stuff. Th- those are useless calculations, homie. You, this is all about muscle mem- memory. You you need to either know it or you don't. And you need to practice. And that's what it is. You can understand, like, what applies. And maybe that'll make a slight difference. But you're not going to be calculating all of these specific factors. But second of all, not only is the trope dumb and every time it's used, it has been bad. But then... He's not being like, all right, so um, the force is this amount, and if I accelerate at this amount. No, he's literally being like, ah, yes, acceleration is A, and force is F, and gravity is G. So the angle, theta, and it's like, you're just saying what the variables are. (laughs) You're not giving them any amounts. You're not actually calculating. (laughs) It's like, all right, so pounds is uh, LB, LBS if we're doing uh, plural, milliliter, so that's going to be ML. And let's see here, if we do grams, that's G, of course. Okay, I think I've calculated. No, what? <laughs> You've not said anything! <laughs> You've not said anything! <laughs> it's one of the stupidest fucking things I've ever seen! It, it, this, this is, let, let's take a weird cut to fucking Promise Neverland, where it's like, I remember in the womb. This <laughs> topped that. This topped that for stupidity. Because, <laughs> I mean, at least in Promise Neverland, it had some plot relevance. <laughs> yeah, and at least, like, at least that has an internal chain of logic, even if it's totally fucked. This, he's not calculating, dude. He's just saying what letters the variables are. You know, this is why whenever I play basketball, uh... And I'm going to go for that big old three-pointer. I just say out loud, uh, physics, 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 gravity. Swish every time. <laughs> it's how I it's how I became uh, a basketball superstar. It's why everybody knows me for my basketball skills, because I, I know how to throw them hoops. <laughs> it, I, like, I really hope that, that our listeners can understand why I find it so ridiculous that a motherfucker is just like, Ah yes, so then the uh the the potential velocity uh will will be applied and the moment of inertia I combined with the linear linear velocity v. It's a bad trope that they made infinitely worse. It's oh my god, it was baffling. I'm gonna move on, but whenever I do a painting, I always say Van Gogh. Uh, Van Gogh, maybe maybe a little bit of uh, ooh Michelangelo would be good. Maybe some Donatello. Yeah, you know what? Art done, and that's why my stick figures are on point. <laughs> oh, so um, Ray Ray also he's eventually convinced to join um for no reason. <laughs> um, Look, if the guy is is making pole vaulting calculations without actually making calculations and just talking about units of measurement. I don't think he's exactly intelligent enough to have a reason. 
His, it, like, his track coach at one point, the closest that we can get to a reason, is that his track coach at one point is like, a after a failed pole vault, it's like, hey, Ray, are you doing your calculations again? Your form is perfect, but your calculations are fucking you up. <laughs> Which is not, what does that mean? What is that criticism? <laughs> That's, how did they fuck that up? How do you make it so that, like, you're saying his form is perfect, and then you're saying what's wrong is that he's thinking about it, and that's not the problem, even though I just ranted so much about it. What? <laughs> so he joined swim club, even though, and here's the kicker, he can't swim. So he's, like, a pretty good pole vaulter. He literally can't swim. He joins the swim club. His secondary trait is that he's really into, like, beauty, in the abstract? It's not really relevant ever. It just shows up whenever he's talking about anything. That's all. <laughs> um. So episode four is a lot of like trying to teach him how to swim. Well, Ren, so, there is one thing that you left out. One of his primary motivations is the fact that he saw, thought that their swimming was beautiful. Oh, yeah, specifically uh, Haruka's. He yes. thought Haruka was just so goddamn beautiful. Yeah, but that, he... that, that's his main main reason for joining. But but he agreed to, like, give it a try beforehand. Yep. Before that. Yep. So that that locked it in. But he agreed to, to come... He was, he was interested before that moment. And the beginning interest shows up borderline out of nowhere. It's like, no, no, no. All right, my coach was sort of mean to me for no reason. I, I, let's give it a go. It, it's real weird. It's a weird moment. Um, he also, like, he has this rant at one point. I'm going to keep talking about Ray because he is one of the most abominable characters. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. At one point, There's he's no talking time limit to, on this to... podcast. We can talk about <laughs> Ray all you want. <laughs> at one point, he's talking to good old Ganky Boy who's been persistent to the point of being a bit of a dick. Uh, just, like, leave the dude alone at this point. But, uh, Ganky Boy, he's been persistent. And at one point, Ray's rebuttal is, Humans evolved to live on land. Which, I understand they're trying to make it so, like, Oh, see, Ray is just hyper-rational and scientific. But no, you're just a dumbass. What do you fucking mean we evolved to live on land? We, yeah, we were mostly on land and we can swim. Uh, we also evolved to fucking swim. What the fuck are you talking about? And you're what in a you swim club. About? You're in a swim club. Hmm. Wonder what you're supposed to do here. Get in the water and move. Ridiculous. Oh, uh, and, and so episode four, it's all about like him learning how to swim because he doesn't know how to swim, and also he doesn't do dynamic stretching, which, as we learn, uh, in I can't remember what it was called. How heavy are the weights you lift? Dumbbells, dynamic but yes. stretching is the way. Uh, but Ray can't swim. Um. The, the boys try teaching him, and they teach him some moves and some basics, but every time he tries it, he just sinks. And they're like, why does he just sink? Why doesn't he move? Um, and it, it's presented as sort of like a mystery of the episode, right? Um, that question is never answered. They, they hypothesize potential reasons for why he'll be doing the strokes, but he won't be moving. He'll just sink instead. It's never answered. Um, instead, after they all practice, it's, 
it's heavily implied all he needs is a moment of inspiration. Fuck. Effort and practice and learning. And his inspiration comes when he's talking to Haruka and a butterfly lands on Haruka's naked chest. And... <laughs> And Ray is like, holy fuck, that makes me horny. And so he tries the butterfly stroke, and he can do it great. Even though none of the guys taught him that one. And suddenly, he doesn't sink, and he can do the butterfly stroke, but only the butterfly stroke. Does that make sense? No. Does that answer the questions that the entire episode was about? Fuck no. The moral of the story is, Remington, that horniness prevails over logic. <laughs> and, and it's also frustrating because, like, you had lessons with uh, Ma Makuto, Makoto? Makoto. Makoto and uh, Nagasa, right? He had lessons with them, and they explained what they were teaching, and it showed us, the audience, what they were teaching. Eventually, uh, finally, we, we get a lesson with, uh, with Haruka, right? Who's been reluctant to teach up till now. Uh, and it, here's, the scene literally goes, all right, here, I'll teach you. All right, well, I've taught you everything I can. It's that abrupt. And we don't see any of it. And it's like, oh, okay, that was a weird buildup for literally nothing. You could have really showed Haru's prowess or what, like, makes him unique, but instead you just didn't. Cool. Uh, so... Episode 5, they did... The, the sister, um, Rin's sister, I don't... Ko. Know her name. Ko. She Ko. prefers oh, Ko. Of course, yeah. yeah. Not Go, it's Ko. Ko finds an old training regimen about deserted islands. And they're like, let's do it. So they go and do it. And we get... And after they do it, that, then they go on the training regimen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get vague implications about Makoto's ocean trauma that I already mentioned. Um, they they train and they struggle, but they they do it. Even Ray, he gets a little floaty or some shit. He gets a wakeboard, I think. Kickboard, um, but yeah. Yeah, and uh, then Ray is like, I want to train more so I can match the other guys. So in the middle of the night, he goes out into the ocean. Um, and apparently, none of these motherfuckers has a weather app on their phone because there's a terrible storm and like the boys are just camping out on the beach in the first place uh and then ray is a dumbass and he's swimming in the ocean at and night. he can hardly swim at night by himself now during a storm because you didn't none of you checked this at all i even for, once for the character that's supposed to be the highly logical and uh intelligent one of the group uh he is kind of the dumbest one in the group, isn't he? They they try to... Oh, God. None of the characters feel authentic in any way. They all feel like gimmicks. They all feel like marketing ploys. And that's why I made... They, they're just a moist boy band. That's why I made that comparison. God. Um, moist boy band would be a great name for this episode. <laughs> the, this whole show, it it felt so devoid of of love and care. This is is just how do we sell it to a specific audience. We don't need a good story. We don't need interesting characters. We need a handful of gimmicks, a bunch of shirtless scenes, a bunch of yaoi baiting up the ass, and that's it. And that's all this show has. So like, I I guess if if that's what you're looking for, 
I, I, they're better options, but if you're, if you've run low, sure. But if you're looking for like a good show, no. Uh, so out of curiosity then, Rem, uh, what would you wager the mal score is for this show? All right. Okay. Okay. So here, here's what we need to figure out. How, how many weebs are yaoi trash, right? That That's what this comes down to. Right. This, this is showing like the, the, the basement for yaoi trash. So you got you're you're trying to calculate the exact amount of Fujoshi and uh, other Yaoi yeah. fans out there. I'm gonna say it's like, um, do I dare to be optimistic? I think optimistic in which direction, Remington? Optimistic. I, optimistic the- that the weebs can see through this bullshit marketing ploy. I'm gonna say that the people said it was like a seven point four. You know what? Let's go seven point three nine optimism. Well, Remington. Uh, on Mal- If you say eight, I'm gonna lose my mind. (laughs) I'm gonna lose my fucking shit, dude! (laughs) Well, Remington, with a- uh, about 340,000 users, uh, free Iwatobi Swim Club has a Mal score of 7.37. Ooh, I- I nailed that shit! Yeah, I, I think that might be the closest you've ever gotten, Remington. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Uh, all right. Thank goodness. Way too high. Way too high. But it shows, it shows how influential this specific demographic is in weebdom. Yeah. If you want, if you want a comparison, I don't usually do this, but uh, I, if we jump to the, because Mal sorts things based on seasons. So I jumped to the second season just to see, uh, and uh, it only has 180,000 uh, users on it. Presumably higher if. I know anything about Mal, unless the second yep. season, like, shat the bed. Uh, couldn't tell ya. Uh, but the score is 7.66. But that's with less numbers used, so... Yep, yep, and it's with the people who, like, watched the first season and were like, yeah, I want more. Exactly. And it's not a good show, y'all. <laughs> but Remington, think of all of the, the, uh, all the wet boys. Doesn't that, doesn't that make for the basis of a good show by itself, is just having a bunch of wet boys with muscles and swimming? The wet boys need substance. <laughs> the wet boys need substance. <laughs> from now on, from now on, you know what? A- anytime, anytime we, we watch an anime that's just trying to do bullshit gimmicks and nothing more that feels just like a marketing ploy, without anything, any content or substance. I'm, I'm gonna call it a wet boy anime. <laughs> Congratulations, Free. You've, you've made your mark. <laughs> Take note in podcasting history. Uh, this anime has broken Rem to the point where he's come up with a new random ass inside term for us. The wet boy anime. <laughs> so even if it's like a, a girl-centric idol anime, it's just gonna be a wet boy anime? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Which, you know, interestingly, I think like, it would be very easy, for example, for an idol anime to also be a wet boy anime. I mean, there are it would male be idol, very, idol very easy to fall into that trap. Uh, and a lot of them do. Uh, do. Do you not remember the horse uh, racing anime? Oh god, that one was a wet boy anime to the extreme. Uh, and remember how I mentioned in that anime that they had a gacha game that never seemed to have come out? Oh god. Uh, guess what came out this year? <laughs> <laughs> and guess what also got a second season somehow? <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, I don't understand. But I suppose with that being said, Remington, any chance you'd want to watch some more Wet Boy Free with me? No. Dear God, no. 
It's been a while since I felt this bad after watching an anime. No, but Remington, Sean. there are two more seasons and, two, like, three more movies. There, surely, surely there's something in there for you. Fucking hate it. <laughs> well, with that final thought, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed Remington coming up with strange new slightly homoerotic terms, then please... Head on over to wherever you leave your podcast reviews, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean. I already said that one. That's fine. Uh, word of mouth is also a great way for us to go. And we have a new way for you to support us. Uh, very recently, me and Remington have started the official anime out of context uh, Twitch stream where uh, both me, Remington, and occasionally Dylan will be playing a variety of games for your sheer enjoyment or sheer masochism as we are awful at them. So if you'd like to support us, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, uh, where we actually, by this point, uh, me and Remington have started a Nuzlocke race. So if you want to see us be very bad at Pokemon and possibly make questionable decisions, then you should be able to check that out uh, for your enjoyment. And if you still want to support us even more, you can head on over to patreon.com slash context where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, including having the opportunity to have Remington read your name aloud live on the podcast. And Remington, who are we thanking this week? Well, of course, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls who we really appreciate. But the next level up, we reach our Yandere waifus who just love to see us be moist boys all the goddamn time. And on that list, we have Week 8 of Being an Embarrassment to Comedy, What's a Titan's Favorite Food, Raw Men. That's a good one. That, like that's, that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Walk Me Home Gently, Yuliana, Trenton Towers, Totally God, The World Shall Know Propane, Sorry Mother, Snap Snips, Scissorum, uh, Sean Aragay Week 5, Snow Days, Full English Voice Acting, as always, don't trust those, Scoopy Loopy Boopy Doopy Hoopy Goopy Oopy, Sarah Birch, Sammy Pritchard, Salty Pretzel, Sequoia Fay, Reverse Kizmo Kizmo, Remington Connoisseur of Anime Titties, Oof, Remington Merrill, Redneck Weeb, Ready to be Isekai'd, One Piece Will Exist Until the Heat Death of the Universe, No, I Can't Possibly Say This Name on the Podcast, I'd Rather Watch Every Single Episode of High School DxD Than Read This Name, Ugh. My Best though Friendo, Matthew listened to all the episodes before subscribing and all I got was this lousy shout out drum. Matthew G, make Sean read the next one. Yep, uh, thank you, MakaChop92. Continuing on, my Who No Pug Tears, Luke Offenberger, Lonely Geek 23 Juan Jarritos, Jax, Jack of Spades, Ichigo Simp 15 I can't handle how cute our fucking cat shark is. Like, oh God, look at those ears. Look at him wiggle. They wiggling. H. Wood. Hey, daddy. Did you hear about Rem? He's so poggers. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, fuck. Hanekawa. Glenn Michael Dolan. Ghostly Bishi. Sean rapping Christmas carols is my religion and antidepressants. Fuck of love, Foxen boy. Farmer Weave wants enjoy Wheeler. Hey, Yugs! Onisen! Onisen! Erica P. Darkstorm713. Danny Morabito. Corey Des69. Christian Crawford. Cheese Monkey. Ariel Bird. Apostle of the Church of Remington. Anime Duck. Andrew Sinclair. Andrew Rauke. Elise Howard. Alexander Nassiansenyo. A crazy chef with dissociative identity disorder who's constantly murdering the other personality. Uh, and A. Eh? Thank absolutely every single one of you. Y'all are great, but we move on. We're heading over to Hogwarts, the boy wizard tier representing Elijah Wood. And this week, have we run out? No, we have not because everybody is going to get one of the first results 
first video results on YouTube when you type in Harry Potter to an incognito tab so that it is not influenced by previous cookies or preferences. Oh dear God. <laughs> I, I'd like to apologize to our $20 <laughs> tier. You, you don't deserve this. You deserve, you deserve something more, something they more tangible, something, you know, with love and compassion. Uh, not as, that as I love you. As the voice of the people, they adore it. Um, they'll be angry when I, when I'm done. Uh, that film guy, you are going to get Harry Potter 20 small details that were hidden in the movies by The Things. Mm. Wait, are we just uh, giving people free advertisements essentially with this? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> For all we know, we could be advertising like Nazis who like Harry Potter. We don't know They're what the we're doing. top do results. It's not my fault, it's YouTube. Uh, Spicy Log Horizon is one of the best reasons you think I use the BS Rule hot take. You are going to get Every Harry Potter battle ranked from worst to best by Movie Flame. Ew. Uh, Rare Country Roads is the best Ghibli movie. Fight me, Kumiko. Uh, you are going to get Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets best slash funny moments by Rusty. There's like three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they have 19 minutes of content in that video. Just watch feels... the movie then. Just watch the second <laughs> movie. 19 minutes feels like a big highlight reel. I feel like there's more than just the best moments. Like, isn't the movie only like two hours tops? <laughs> uh, Pilkster, the Simpho Gear Advocate, you are getting Harry Potter being annoyed for three minutes straight by Spellbooked. I mean, just three minutes of, of a frustrated Daniel Radcliffe. MT the Poet, you're getting Harry Potter TikToks that made Hagrid find his slug repellent by Roma Weasley. Um, I, Ma I, <laughs> don't worry about it, Sean. I don't Miguel understand Deleon. TikTok. I still don't understand TikTok. I kind of understand TikTok better now, but I not as much as... You should have learned should. so much after last week. Uh, I learned I learned a good amount. I understand that it's basically Zoomer uh, Tumblr, which is a very good thing for me to... It helps me understand it quite a bit. <laughs> Uh, but at the same time, I still don't understand it. <laughs> uh, if you took Tumblr, mixed it with Vine, you got a pretty decent yeah, idea. Yeah, that, that's exactly how it was described to me, essentially. Uh, <laughs> did you not listen? Did, did you not listen to the... I don't listen to anime podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Way to support the thing you, you are, like, 70% responsible for. Congrats, lad. I don't... I don't do external anime media. Uh, Miguel Deleon, move it on. Miguel Deleon, you are getting Harry Potter is Dead by Top Moments. Uh, are we talking the character or the series? Because I can guarantee one of them is more likely than the other. Who knows? <laughs> watch watch the five-minute video to find out. Kazu Morocco, you're getting Harry Potter and the Impossible Piano Performance by Peter Benz. There's probably real talent there. Uh... I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. You get Snape's Defense Against the Dark Arts, uh, Hogwarts Harry Potter inspired ASMR ambience, no dialogue by ASMR Weekly. Uh, I. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, I call Bone Drew Daddy. You're getting Dumbledore's Army Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix by Wizarding World. Wait, wait, that That's just an official one, isn't it? <laughs> it might be. I. It might be. Mm. Uh. Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You're getting 45 Harry Potter characters gender swap. Really shocking by Illustrato TV. Is it shocking? really shocking. I mean, you kind of just told us what's going to happen. Oh but no, Harry's so got shocking. tits. What am I going to do? Uh, we, we get uh, Enrique Perez Torres. 
you are going to get Harry Potter and the Cursed Child 2022 concept trailer by Tommy Ross. Oh, God. I, oh, God. <sighs> uh, dedicated sadist, you are going to get Harry Potter Hogwarts in 2020 by the Warp Zone. Oh, you know what? I think I remember the Warp Zone. Weren't they like uh, cool. gaming sketch guys? Or am I sure, why not? Sure. <laughs> uh, Darth Pikachu, you're going to get Harry Potter 2021 collection by Merton's Talking Pages. So I think she's, she's like a book reviewer or something. I don't know. That one seems like, oh, that one only has 102 views. All right. That one has barely any views. But if you go and check it out, like be, be nice. They have only a very few views. So, so give them love. Show them appreciation. I don't know. That's one of the top results. Good for you, Merton. Wait, like there are so many Harry Potter vids. Dude, I don't know. I just searched Harry Potter and Merton's one of the first to show up. Good on you, Merton's talking pages. Once yeah. again, only if you go, only show love and appreciation. We, we we support small creators here at Anime Out of Context. Uh, then Connie, Connie, I'm going to TPN hell when I die. You are going to get... How the Harry Potters would Harry Potter boys would react if by Lemon Skies. Uh, sure. All right. I mean, I've seen Tumblr. I could probably guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but finally, we move on to our top tier, the White House tier, the presidential Corey in the House Chefino Musco tier, where now everybody is going to get their own boy band. See, uh, this is a which, good one. This is like a great I, thing. I feel so bad for our twenty-dollar <laughs> tier. No, our twenty-dollar tier loves it. Um, so we start with Zachary Shirley was referencing what you thought I was referencing, and I subscribed. And Shirley, you are going to get. Uh, you know, you seem young, Zach. So Shirley, you're gonna get uh, One Direction. Nice, nice and young. Are they? Young? Um, I mean, it's more recent. Do Do we know anything about boy bands? One Direction is the second mo most recent boy band I'm going to list today. So that's the best you're going to get. No. Uh, right. Uncreative Cretan, you, uh, you're getting the, you know what? You're getting the Jackson 5. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one right there. Thick mullet, thickest mullet around. You deserve a band with, with equally great hair. Um, great hair may be questionable because I'm talking about NSYNC. <laughs> um, they have notable hair. <laughs> My hair is notable. <laughs> Silicon Spectre, you 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 won the lottery. Frosted tips for days. Frosted tips for days. <laughs> You've won the lottery, Silicon Spectre. Um, you're getting one that many others will have wished they got. You're getting BTS. BTS. Oh fuck! Do you not know, Sean? If anybody's listened this far, you've just you've like pissed off some of the most diehard fans. It, uh, it's a K-pop boy band. Uh, it's like the you know what? Yes, I have K-pop boy I band. I have heard of them. Uh, I, I will say, I, I did just Google BTS out of curiosity, and- If you say anything bad about them, we will get, like, doxxed no, off the No, I, I don't- as far, as far as I'm aware, BTS is fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I will say, uh, the people always ask when you Google BTS is great, because, uh, the first- the first result is, is BTS disbanding 2020? Uh, and then the second one is my favorite. Uh, is any BTS member died? <laughs> I certainly hope not, but the wording of that means that a lot of people have searched that, which... Oh, man. Is... Finally, last but not least, is literally my dear old mother. And my dear old mother, she is going to get, uh, you know what? Possibly the greatest boy band of all time. 
the Backstreet Boys. All right. Hey, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, comedy <laughs> genius. <laughs> I, I I only know like two Backstreet Boys songs. But was that Backstreet? Was that a Backstreet Boys or was that an NSYNC you just did? Fuck, was it? Oh, you don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, no, because I mean, isn't it like Backstreet's back? All right. Yeah. If that okay, good. Because if that is an NSYNC song, I, I they just wanted do to some instill suing. some doubt into your soul. Okay, good. Uh, okay. Good. If you would like to contact us, whether it's for a comment, question, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. All right, Dylan. You're my, you're my boy. You're number one. Let's talk about some child abuse. I have a troubled past, Remington. Uh, a troubled past that involves horse pussy. Up the ass. Because they are hardcore yaoi baiting. They prove that it is exclusively marketability and that they don't give a fuck.